0: Hi, and welcome to Click Click the Podcast, We're four creatives exploring the digital world and navigating how to thrive online from the comfort of Vancouver Island. My name is Megan. I'm Emma. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Yolanda. And today we're going to be talking about photography for social media. So as a photographer, I do quite a lot of um, the photography for Red Creative. Um, Thanks. Where I work. Plug, Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... I really love doing it, but I definitely know from other people that I've talked to and, you know, other business owners that I've spoken to, you know, it's a struggle. The content struggle is real. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. And like, I totally get it. And like, I remember even like back when we were trying to get our shit together for Red Took and, you know, start upping our game for content, like it was a struggle for us. But I think like after, you know, a little preparation and, you know, planning, we finally got it down. But there's definitely a ton of steps kind of, you know, to get to before that. Um, I found, you know, when we were first trying to start, you know, getting our content going and, you know, getting a good bank of content that we can, you know, source from and use, um it was most beneficial for us was to plan content days yeah yeah. um and you know with the content days we schedule time and then we make a plan and then you know we go out and we shoot and we get all of our content ready and bank it all and then have it for the next month which is i think like you know kelsey you can speak to that and even you too megan like it was it's so much easier than, you know, just kind of fumbling around every week, just searching for images and yeah, not yeah. having what you need.
1: Since we all work remotely um, and we're all from different parts of Vancouver Island, actually, yeah. it's not like we can just get together each week and grab some content. We have to mm-hmm. be really strategic about how we get it and when we get it and all of that sort of thing. So we just do it once a month. We have to like bang it all out and make sure that it's it's. Edited and set up so that we can all access it from our own homes, so that we can post. So there's a little bit of process behind that for us because we work from home.
2: And I think you know, for most for most business owners, they they also don't have the time to be capturing what's happening in their business and showing, you know, their their customers, their audience, what they want to be showing them because they're focused on actually.
0: Yeah, running a business. Running yeah. a
2: business um, and doing the day-to-day and capturing that comes afterwards. Second thought, It's a second thought. Some business owners are really good at it. They may have a passion for photography or it, it may be something that really comes naturally to them. Um, and they really, you know, maybe they have like social media, something they enjoy. So they're doing it regularly. Um, and kudos to them. But I mean, they're few and far between. Um, and even they have to plan out when what what content they're going to do and when and you know being strategic about what they're putting out is important because you know you're showcasing what you're doing and you really want to match your your offline experience with like your customers or clients with your online experience as well so you know making that cohesive is hugely important and is can really easily be done by having a good content plan
0: yeah yeah so um megan i know like you do quite a bit of the planning for our content sessions mm-hmm. uh, that we do together at work what are some of the things like the tools that you find most helpful to be able to schedule these sessions and kind of get a shot list and get that all ready?
1: yeah so i have a bit of a background in videography and one of the biggest things that you want on a shoot day is a uh, shot list yeah. just to me it's it's what it is this is just a list of all of the content you need to collect that day so um basically how we come up with our monthly shot list is we have a team meeting once a week um we talk about okay what kind of content do we want to go out this month what kind of blogs are we writing what kind of content do we need are there any like photos of a specific team member that we need more of that sort of thing so we'll have those conversations and while we're doing that i'll just be like jotting down the shot list the things we need the things we talk about that are mentioned. And then when we go do that content day, one of the days of the month, we just take a look at that and go about our day, making sure that we check off every single thing.
0: Yeah, Yeah. for sure. And I think like, with a content plan, you know, even if you're not looking for um, you know, specific shots of people doing stuff or, you know, people together, I still think it's so important to get a shot list together, even if you're, you know, trying to photograph products for a business mm-hmm. yeah. or, you know, you know, writing down the products that need to be taken, you know, have photos taken of and, you know, getting that kind of that plan together. Yeah. And yeah. Get ready. And <laughs> so you can maximize your time, right? Mm-hmm. Because you want to spend most of your time and your energy in your business and you don't want to be wasting time spending four hours taking photos when you could just do it in an hour and a half totally
2: yeah Yeah, and we do this type of like batching even with like social media posts and it really it it allows you to focus on one thing at one time and really Mm -hmm. to be really good at that thing because you're dedicating all your resources to it rather than doing it half-assed by multitasking for
0: sure yeah do some you know background work before you get your shot list together like Who's your audience? Who are you trying to pull in? Like, yeah. you know, what's your ideal client, right? Take a look yeah.
3: back at your style guide. Yeah, exactly.
0: And yeah, go from there. Totally. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I love editing. Um, a lot of people don't love editing, though. And that can definitely be like, you know, you take your photos. That's awesome. That's great. Super fun. Super easy. But then, you know, you put the SD card in the computer and you just have like 500 photos and it's like, oh my God, overwhelm, um, you know, and I find the best way to streamline this process is, you know, by either choosing your editing app, however you want to edit, you know, if you're taking photos on your phone and you want to, you know, do everything, host everything on your phone, take the photos on your phone, edit on your phone, yeah. you know, that's a great way to go yeah, about yeah. things. Um, you know, personally for me, the tools that I love to use would be like Afterlight is a really great app. There's Afterlight 1 and Afterlight 2 and they're both amazing. Um, and I really I've used
2: like... I've used Afterlight and I'm not good at <clears throat> editing software. So, yeah. you know, it, I think that speaks to how accessible it is. Yeah. yeah for sure. You don't
3: you don't need to be a professional with it. Like you don't need to go straight into Photoshop or straight into Lightroom. It's as simple as and it could just be Picking a filter on Instagram and consistently using that. Or, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, going like, through, Just pick a pick a filter. As long as you're consistent with it,
3: um, there's no real right or wrong, I guess. Yeah, you yeah yeah. yeah yeah you want
0: to pull in that like visual consistency and you know when you're doing that that is just gonna streamline your process. It's just gonna be easier for you and yeah. you know you're gonna be able to do this faster and get it done. Yeah,
1: yeah totally. I have a friend who's a musician and. He wanted to ha- like streamline his feed, and all he did was he just made all of his photos black and white. Yeah. It's like the simplest thing you can do, but you go to his profile, and you're like, oh, he actually thought about this. Yeah, And it looks good. Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as that. For and, sure. it,
2: and it adds a certain amount of identity because people, you know, your audience, when they're looking through their social media or they're scrolling through something or they come across one of your images... There's an emotional reaction if it's something familiar to them. They're seeing something they've seen before. So if you're sticking with a theme like black and white or you're sticking with a certain, you know, preset, filter yeah. or preset, yeah. you know, these – when your audience is looking at it, they're going to recognize it and know know who it is um, if they've seen it before. And they're going to have an emotional response to that if they've already had a good interaction with your brand or, you know, if they've been thinking about making a purchase or – or if they're just, you know, new to you and becoming more aware of who you are, having that consistent identity is really important for them to be able to, you know, feel connected to your brand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I also think, you know, speaking to that, you know, identifying your brand and, you know, really being able to make sure that your audience knows that it's you, knows that it's your images. Mm -hmm. I, one of the things that I love about Afterlight is that you can create your own filters. So if you don't want to use a preset, that's totally cool. You don't want to choose a filter. That's totally cool. Make your own. Like, totally put your spin on it. Put your creative, like, hand in it, right? You know, make it your own. It's, it's, sure. it's your yeah. work, right? Oh, yeah. Um. And so, you know, there are benefits to hiring a photographer. You know, you can have them do this for you. Come in, take the images for you. Um recommend (laughs) highly recommend (laughs) yeah for sure um so yeah Kelsey you've you obviously have worked you know, with me, a photographer mm-hmm. um, for your brand. And what yeah. are some of the things that you f- think is like a bonus to working with photographers?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've had the pleasure of working with you. And then other a lo- like quite a few other photographers for other projects, um, where we either collaborated together, or I hired them to do a project or referred them to a project. And I always recommend that brands, um, companies that they look at professional photography, because at the end of the day, the amount that you invest is going to be so worth it, because the value that you get is above and beyond what you could ever do with your own time like Mm -hmm. if you're if you're committed to unless you have an interest in photography you have an eye and you have an interest to do it and you have time to do it hire somebody to do it because (laughs) they're gonna make that process just so much easier they have their experience they know what to look for they have an eye so like they can tell like you know if a location is good or not if like the lighting is okay or not Um, If that's something that doesn't come naturally to you, then why spend, you know, your time and energy putting together, you know, a photo shoot and doing it yourself if the photos aren't going to turn out well? You're just wasting money. So I think it's totally worth it to hire a photographer um, and work with them. I mean, you get their expertise, you're going to get great images, and you're able to see their body of work beforehand. So you can get a real sense of like their style and their aesthetic and you can, you know pick and choose who you work with based on you know obviously your relationship with them but also you know how their style looks and if that style reflects kind of who you are as well and if your values align
0: for sure and I always think that like even if you do hire a photographer I think that you know there's you're still able to have that conversation of you know I I want this to still look like my brand like you know develop a filter with them or you know develop a preset with them and um you know be able to still have your hand in it Mm -hmm. but still have that level of professionalism where you know you have these beautiful clean cut images that you're able just to share that was just easy for you um and i think that you know on the flip side if you want to do it yourself that is a hundred percent possible too you know i think that like megan said earlier putting together a content plan is like so crucial to being able to do this and like making sure that you know you have the tools that you need um and making sure that you know like (laughs) things that you want to take photos of and 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 if that's going to change especially the tools that you need depending on if you're taking photos of you know um products or you know if you're taking photos of people and there's all sorts of things that you need to keep in mind like you know the daylight and what kind of vibe you want right totally definitely yeah
3: and you can you can get away with an iphone like if you're planning on doing it yourself i think iphones are totally a possibility professional cameras definitely make life easier (laughs) um but i think where a lot of people struggle is justifying the price of hiring a professional photographer i think it's totally worth it just because the content that you you get out of it it could be one session but it'll last you quite a while yeah. months and months exactly yeah. right so but I think a lot of people have trouble seeing that and it's like oh I'll just do it day to day which ultimately is more time consuming and not sustainable yeah and becomes frustrating and then you put it on the back burner and then and then everything it through the crop. exactly yeah. so just Taking that the craps. The yeah. craps, sorry. It's falling. <laughs> the, <crawling.
1: laughs> the cracks. It's it's so bad it's falling through the cracks. Yeah. yeah so bad. Exactly. <laughs> so higher to level. Um, yeah. Tomorrow so of the story, yeah. Higher. You yeah. can't yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, unless you're unless I think unless it's a passion of yours, oh, you're yeah. good at it, you have an eye, you have time for it. Yeah. You know, it really it really makes sense to hire somebody and Mm -hmm. although before hiring somebody do your homework about what you want like Yolanda was saying you know the plan is just as important as execution in you know in projects like these and you know Megan listed you know how how (laughs) Megan (laughs) spoke about how she comes up with her shot list Mm -hmm. and you know even just putting some thought into that what the what shots you want um you know and and who you want to be in the shots or what you want to be in the shots when we're talking about product photography or you know taking photos of food that's something that i think even if you do have the hobby of taking photos you're going to want to hire somebody yeah yeah just because of the tools you're going to need and the you know skills you're going to need to have to do a good job of that
3: they're experienced in that field like look professionals do it instead of learning from trial and error and ultimately feeling defeated just call someone in there's no harm in getting help and having a professional do it so
0: and i also think like if you want to do it yourself get somebody in get them to teach you you know like have have somebody come in have them help you have them you know take a couple courses you know learn uh, learn your way around a camera read the manual back to front it really fucking sucks but like ultimately at the end of the day you have you know an understanding and you know it is possible for you to do on your own yeah um yeah. but you really need to make sure that you plan and you you know get some sort of backing behind what you're doing so you don't just feel like you're floundering because really at the end of the day that's kind of most of what a photographer is doing right they're coming prepared they're coming with a shot list you know they've Mm -hmm. collaborated with you so you know it's definitely possible to do on your own but it's totally worth it also for sure just to hand it off and delegate to somebody else right yeah so for sure
3: and in today's day and age like social media is just going to continue to grow and building that online presence is going to continue and images people are always a fan of images like you could put up a block of text and people will scroll by however if you have a really captivating uh photo of food you know yeah. that's gonna catch attention a photo speaks so, a thousand words
2: it truly- <laughs> a food photo or a photo of puppies that's it. That's yes. th- that gets me every time. That's yeah. the real takeaway yeah.
1: here: is yeah. that if you're gonna have photography in your business, business, <laughs> business, in your business, <laughs> in your business, make sure it's of puppies or food. Exactly. Honestly, then, yeah. even if your company's not related at all, like for our own personal social media or our own um, business social media, um, we post a variety of images from like content days of all of us or. Um, Curated photos, some graphics, landscape photography. But usually what gets the most likes is a picture of, like, Yolanda's dog, Finn. Yeah. <laughs> he
0: is a star. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. I'm I'm a momager. Um, he is starting his career soon. I'm very excited. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs>
1: Barkbox, we need a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I definitely think that, you know, at the end of the day, moral of the story it's totally possible to, you know, get kick-ass images and, you know, create the Instagram feed of your dreams, but, you know, plan, make a plan, get your shot list and, you know, get get your plan together so you can create these great images and you can have, you know, the Instagram feed of your dreams, right?
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it and we'll catch you on the next episode.